Hey, 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 closet dwellers and bold mood makers. It is time once again for an uncloseted riff and rant. And I just can't help but go on a riff this week about what is going on here in the U.S. with the Supreme Court nomination. And by the time this airs, um, the hearings will have occurred. They may still be going on. Who knows? But um, I wanted to get something in before that happened. And so I'm actually recording this the day before those hearings are supposed to happen. This isn't a political rant and riff. This is a rant and riff about what's truly coming out of the closet over this whole thing. And I'm going to try to be really fair in my positioning on this, but I'm kind of annoyed by this whole thing. As someone who was sexually awakened, as many of you have heard, um, at a very young age, I find this very disturbing. Now, I'm not going to get into the place of I've heard all these things, even though I have. What I want to bring up is here's what's coming out of the closet from my perspective. Hypocrisy, victim blaming, and selective memory. Now, I know people have been talking about all this stuff, but it's pissing me off. The hypocrisy that's happening where because a party wants to get a Supreme Court nominee into place and they selectively forget the memory that when President Obama was in place, they did the same thing, keeping his nominee from getting placed. And again, this isn't a political thing. What I want to demonstrate here is the hypocrisy in what's happening and how suddenly selective memory starts to play this. And then suddenly, because of what's happening, the victim's being blamed. Now, granted, I don't agree with this coming out the way it did, but I don't know the circumstances, and I don't know that anybody will know the circumstances of why suddenly this came out when it did. But when at the core of this story is there's so much hypocrisy happening about when the story happened and did it happen, when the nominee should get placed and two years ago it didn't happen. There's hypocrisy about it's okay for men to do this stuff and, oh, it happened in high school, so let it go. It, no, this isn't, this isn't fair. I'm 55 years old, and when this was happening to me when I was seven and eight years old, if I just now brought it up, somebody would be asking me, well, why are you bringing it up now? Well, honestly, I didn't start talking about it until about seven years ago. I don't have selective memory. I was the victim. And there's nobody who's going to be a hypocrite about this to me unless they want to get an earful. So when I talk about what's coming out of the closet, I come from a space of truth. And what I also realize is so much of what's happening is another coming out journey. Because you see, when a victim doesn't come forward, what people don't realize is when this was happening for her. I'm going to say if it was happening, but I don't say that I doubt her. But when this was happening for her, it was the early 80s. In the early 80s, we didn't talk about this crap. In the early days, we didn't talk about rape and all this stuff. We didn't talk about homosexuality. We, we only focused on the AIDS epidemic and what a, a, a disease it was to kill gay men. We, we had such a different society. So for anybody to step forward with anything that was out of the heteronormative, it was not safe to talk about. 
So you want to know why she didn't come forward? Do you want to know why people didn't come out of the closet? Do you want to know why people still don't come out of the closet? Do you want to know why victims still don't say, I got raped? It's because of what's happening right now. Society doesn't make it safe. Or then you hear the thing, well, are you sure that's really what happened? I don't know if I can believe that. I've heard those words. I can't believe you're gay. I can't believe you had that happen to you when you were young. I have no reason to lie. I have no reason to not be who I am. And when people say, are you sure it's not just something you're feeling? It, you know, this can't really be who you are. You're not really going to be gay the rest of your life. It's just a passing phase. It is a way of victim shaming. And then when people say, well, there's something wrong with you, so you need to fix it. There was something wrong that she did, and she caused this. There's something wrong with you that you think you might be gay or lesbian, bi or trans, so you just need to go get it fixed. Really? I know I'm kind of stretching here to make the point, but this is why people don't come out of the closet, and this is why people don't come out of the closet to say they've been raped, they've been sexually abused, they've been domestic violence abused, any of these things. But I got to hand it to Dr. Ford. She's gone through the confusion. She did the work of getting curious about what might happen if she brought this to the forefront and if she faced her demons. And she's got the courage to step forward. And she's committed to telling her story and living her life and living the way she knows she needs to be to be at peace with herself, at least that's my perspective. So when you are faced with coming out of a closet, whether it's coming out of the closet about your sexuality, about a rape incident, about a cancer scare, about not being in love with a spouse any longer, about not wanting to be in corporate America, I want you to think about this. If society didn't make it safe for you to come out and do that, how would you feel? If society kept saying to you, I don't believe that, I think you're making this up. I think you're making it up that, you know, the corporate world is not where you belong. And I, I don't believe you. Think about how that would make you feel. If somebody said to you, well, you know, I think there's something wrong with you and you just need to fix it because you're not acting like the norm. You're not acting like the norm because you don't want to be in the corporate office. You're not acting like the norm because you want to stay married in a miserable relationship. You're not acting like the norm because you want to go do something, travel the world, not have a home. All of these are shameless, shameless tactics. And they're hypocritical. Because anytime somebody does something out of the norm, people want to say it's your fault. People want to victim blame. And people want to play in the world of selective memory. Every one of us has something we hide because it's not safe. Every one of us in some way, shape, or form has not said the things we need to say or done the things we need to do because we've seen what happens to victims, whoever those victims are. And every one of us has felt the pain and the sting of selective memory in some way, shape, or form.
So I'm inviting each of us in our own way to uncloset those things and really examine them so that we can make the planet a better place so that we can start to heal the hypocrisy that shows up, so that we can stop blaming victims, and so that we can start exercising good memory instead of exercising selective memory. So that's it. That's my rant and riff for this week. I hope it helps in some way to help you move forward, go do the thing you're meant to do, and don't let anybody blame you. Don't let anybody exercise their selective memory with you, and when you encounter a hypocrite, call them out on it. That's it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care, and I'll be right back with you on Life on Closet in just a few days. Bye.